Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kings of the ring, queens of spades, and even just individuals who were born to be rude, all refuse to see the lighter side of life and relish the hatred solely reserved for a heel. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers who never turned face. Number 10, MJF. Has anyone ever taken to the industry and become quite as universally despised as MJF has in such a short spell of time? Now, you could argue that the salt of the earth spent a short period as something of a face alongside Cody Rhodes during the early days of AEW. But even that just turned into one big swerve designed to catch the American nightmare off guard and cost him the chance to ever compete for the AEW World Championship again. What a hero. Since then, Maxwell has reverted back to his default function, being the biggest prick the world has ever known. With the 25-year-old still relatively fresh in the business, despite already battling against the likes of Chris Jericho, the aforementioned Cody, and John Moxley in top-level feuds, there's every chance MJF may decide to dabble in the lighter side of things in the coming years. But it also wouldn't come as much of a surprise if we're still talking about him as the top heel on the planet for the next two decades or so. Number 9. Michael Cole. Michael Cole has juggled through pretty much every role possible for someone calling the action going down inside of a WWE ring. From being an all-round despicable nuisance, to the position he occupies now as the seasoned veteran holding down the fort. The 25-year company man has pretty much covered every base in the booth. When it comes to his time in between the ropes, however, Cole has only ever been asked to play one particular part that of the spineless swine. Whether he was taking part in the 2012 Royal Rumble or picking up a DQ victory over Jerry Lawler at WrestleMania 27, Cole could frequently be called upon to elicit a universally negative response from a WWE crowd. Sure, it may have been predominantly go-home heat, but the commentator did what he was told to do and never shied away from being the butt of the jokes when the time called for it. An admirable trait, if you ask me. With Cole's last match coming nearly a decade ago at this point, it's probably safe to say his in-ring career will go down as one with a grand total of zero babyface performances. Number 8. David Atunga If you could have predicted which star WWE was inevitably going to double down on in the future after witnessing the Nexus lay waste to John Cena back in 2010, David Atunga would have been near the top of most people's list, right? He had the physique! 
and used an unlikability in the sort of natural way that all but guaranteed him a permanent position, as a body to be bulldozed through by whichever face was receiving a mega push at that time. After causing a fuss alongside his Nexus teammates, Otunga would transition into the singles world, with his most notable appearance coming at WrestleMania 28, when the star with a lore background led Team Johnny as captain in the team's victorious showing against Team Teddy, earning Laurinaitis control of both Raw and SmackDown. Otunga would return to the WWE fold after disappearing from in-ring competition in June 2016, eventually going on to become SmackDown's babyface color commentator for a spell. Outside of donning a suit at the commentary desk, though, Otunga never strayed from the heel path throughout his career. Number 7. Shayna Baszler Things may not be going too well for the former NXT Women's Champion during her current run on the main roster, but on her day, Shayna Baszler is just about the baddest heel WWE currently has to offer, and when you're that good at making people believe that you genuinely want to hurt your opponents and don't care about anything other than winning titles and snapping arms, why would you want to mess with that formula? Sure, on Raw over the last year or so, it seems as though Vince McMahon has been content to simply watch Baszler frequently receive her comeuppance alongside Nia Jax and constantly bicker during their various tag team battles. Because how are these two bullies ever going to get along, am I right? But pre-main roster, Baszler was just about the most violent human NXT had ever seen, consistently utilizing her more legitimate MMA style to inflict sickening punishment on her challengers. Outside of becoming a no-nonsense anti-establishment face, it simply doesn't make sense to nudge Baszler towards the light right now. So I expect her to continue her villainous ways for some time yet hopefully on her own. Number 6. Bobby the Brain Heenan He may have dabbled in the in-ring side of things from time to time during his iconic run in the wrestling industry, but Bobby the Brain Heenan would firmly cement himself in the history of the business via his roles as a devilish heel manager and prickly commentator. But as Heenan could most definitely hold his own between the ropes, the star regularly found himself in a singlet battling against everyone from the Ultimate Warrior to the Red Rooster over the years. And as you likely guessed, he played the audience like a fiddle every single time, routinely trying to get out of dodge before he had his lights knocked out by whichever fiery babyface was hunting him down, Heenan knew precisely how to make a crowd yearn to see him get his just desserts, and seemed to relish every moment of doing just that. Number 5. Muhammad Hassan The scary thing about the character of Muhammad Hassan is that, at the time, it seemed like an absolutely tone-deaf and all-round horrendously bad idea, and fast-forward nearly two decades later, it still does. But because WWE simply cannot help booking a character from a country outside of the US as a painfully stale and offensive foreign menace, the real-life Mark Julian Capani was burdened with this hideous attempt to capitalize on the real-world tensions, caused by the ongoing conflict going on in Iraq and Afghanistan for the entirety of his WWE career. Typically, Hassan would strut out in front of a live Raw or SmackDown crowd and run down the states, much to the annoyance of a passionate and deeply patriotic audience. But things would be taken up a few despicable notches in July of 2005. After taking part in a taped angle which saw The Undertaker being jumped by masked men on SmackDown at the command of Hassan, WWE decided to follow through with showing the segment in America and Canada, despite the fact that the London bombings became a reality three days after filming. UPN soon requested Hassan be taken off WWE TV shortly after the controversial angle went down, and Kapani was eventually sent back down to developmental. Number 4. Ivan Koloff 
Setting the stage for a heelish character type, WWE would run into the ground as years went by. Ivan Koloff rose to prominence in the late 60s as the Russian Bear, a character which lent heavily on the tensions felt between the Soviet Union and the US at the time, despite the fact that the man behind the grisly face was actually from Canada. Upon morphing into the vicious force built from Moscow, Russia, Koloff would take the worldwide wrestling federation by storm kickstarting a legendary rivalry with Bruno San Martino, which ultimately resulted in the much-hated figure becoming the WWF World Heavyweight Champion in 1971, ending his rival's historic nearly eight-year reign with the belt. Koloff would also have other notable feuds against the likes of Dusty Rhodes, the Rock and Roll Express, and the Road Warriors when working in the NWA, providing a domestically despised heel for each of these babyface to regularly war against. Whether he was resorting to underhanded tactics to get the the job done, or making it his mission to dispose of your heroes on the mic, Koloff was a heel through and through and remained that way for his entire career. Number 3. Baron Corbin Is there a more consistent intentional pain in the ass on WWE television right now than King Baron Corbin? We seriously hope not. From the moment he set foot in NXT back in 2012, the former NFL player and Golden Gloves boxing champ seemed destined to become WWE's latest in a line of smarmy pricks you wanted to see get the snot beaten out of them by just about anyone else on the roster. Sure enough, upon graduating from the black and gold brand, Baron quickly went about making next to no friends on Raw and SmackDown, frequently abusing those in the crowd who wanted him off their screens or staring up at the lights, and earning titles and money in the bank briefcases through being a brilliantly selfish opportunist. There was that time that WWE, or more specifically Raw, found itself in a bit of a slump on the back of shoehorning Big Bad Baron into just about every segment imaginable, but Corbin responded to this lackluster run by going all in on WWE's lazy maniacal king gimmick after winning the latest King of the Ring tournament, and has not looked back ever since. Long may he continue to be an a-hole, I say. Number 2. Rick Rude Similar to MGF today, Rick Rude exuded arrogance, charisma, and natural God-given talent. These ingredients all made for a star born to be the bad guy, and Rude could always be counted on to stir up a fuss through his gyrating hips. The ultimate ladies' man wasn't content just showing off his chiseled physique and letting his in-ring work do the talking, though. He he had a mouth for that, and when he opted to open it and lambast those in attendance who could only dream of looking as shredded and ravishing as him, the heat he received in return could cook a room full of Thanksgiving turkeys. After leaving the WWF and heading over to WCW to become their international world heavyweight champion for a spell, the ravishing one would retire from in-ring competition due to a back injury, but that still didn't stop him reeling in the booze when Rude decided to return to WWF television in 1997, acting as degeneration X's insurance policy, but he'd eventually leave the company once again to rejoin Eric Bischoff's WCW in the wake of the Montreal screwjob. It didn't matter where he landed, though. Rude was a one-of-a-kind heel, and he stayed that way. Number 1. The Iron Sheik Technically, and brace yourself for this, Hussein Khosrow first dipped his toes in the waters of professional wrestling as a babyface during his initial preliminary matches for the AWA. Yet a promoter soon suggested the star don a new heelish gimmick in a similar vein to the legendary Sheik, and an iconic character was born. At first going under the name of the great Hussein Arab, the star would eventually land on the moniker of the Iron Sheik in the early 80s. 
using his Iranian gimmick and camel clutch submission to quickly cause chaos in many an arena during his time in the WWF and Jim Crockett promotions. It was only a matter of time before the Iron Sheik made his way back on over to the McMahon-run company, though. Before long, the much-despised villain was the reigning WWF champion, and his iconic clash with Hulk Hogan at Madison Square Garden back in 1984 simultaneously kick-started Hulkamania and a lifelong feud between the two which still rages on today. On the mic, he was an explosive ball of insane-slash-intimidating energy. In the ring, he was a master at manipulating those cheering on for the good guy. But all in all, he was a heel for life, and still lives and breathes the passionate gimmick today on Twitter. Go and give him a follow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.